This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, May the 4th, 2016. Welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour, and may the 4th be with you. Today is the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Welcome, everybody. We have a sense of humor here at the Patriot Radio News Group. I'm just here to tell you, we welcome you to the show. My name is Homer Lopez. The owner of the company is Joe Jaquin. What does he do? He sells gold and silver and it's as easy as giving us a call at 1-800-951-0592 and the lovely Wendy is here to take your phone calls answer your questions walk you through your order or go check us out online at allamericangold.com not only can you order online but you can get that news that disturbs everyone it's not comfortable news sometimes it's good news but I'm here to tell you it's fact it's information that's researched and given to you just as easy as point and click this show is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its owner, Joe Jaquin. How are you, my friend? <laughs> happy Wednesday. May the fourth be with you. You know, Ramon said that. I go, he had, that, he had that thing going. But, you know, across America at baseball games, everybody's dressing up as Star Wars for May the 4th. I did know that. It's been a little trend that's been going on for about 10 years now. Not See, even I miss things. Yeah. Sometimes, well. Because you're old and crotchety <laughs> and crotchety. angry and. Let me tell you, you know who's having a bad day? Me! You, well, Me! Yeah, okay, but you don't live in the limelight the way other people do. Yes, you're on the air and millions of people listen to you, but Teddy Cruz turned oh, it in. Oh, poor Teddy. You're right. He's his, having a much his, worse day. His ticket got punched maybe, and rejected. <laughs> maybe he's having a better day. Well, he, You know, now that he's not... Now that he's dropped out. No, I just know that Herman Munster had a son, and his name is Teddy Cruz. Okay? <laughs> I'm just here to tell you, Teddy Cruz, <laughs> he is he a did look like, like He did look a lot like Eddie Munster. Eddie Munster. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this meme online, oh, or meme God. online. I'm just oh. telling you. Is it not, not, it's not Morticia. Who is married to Henry Munster? But regardless, man, Teddy Cruz is that son. He's the offspring there, and he got rejected. Lillian, by the Lillian, way. Lillian, well done. Lillian Munster. Listen, man, I know you, that's just not another hat rack. Right, I had to. Something fell out of my brain for that to go in it. Nice pool. So, the, uh, yes, the, the Donald, just like we had said. You know what? I've, it's been so weird, because for like over a month now, I'm like, I'm kind of looking at I'm like, I don't. He's going to get the delegates. And they kept saying, no, he's not, and this and that. And, of course, uh, the Donald won handily again yesterday. You know who didn't win? Hillary. Hillary. Nobody cares. Nobody gives a rip. I actually read an article today that even Bernie Sanders won in Indiana, but somehow he's even more mathematically, you know, he's not quite mathematically out of it, but somehow... Then it got worse. How does that happen? He's 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 down to uh you know a narrow sliver of a chance. He's got to win. I, apparently, he didn't win big enough. Is the problem? Uh, uh, but uh, you know what? Wow. The race between Hillary and the Don is going to be 
fascinating, I believe, because I think if Donald Trump can be as mean as he can with the information he had on Teddy Cruz and Rubio and Kasich, whatever, imagine what he's going to do to Hillary with the ammunition he has. I mean, just Benghazi alone. We can go clear back. (laughs) Think about this. We can go clear back to Whitewater and just start... You know, just bring it all back to the surface, the crooked, twisted little things that she's done to hold and maintain her position. And it, it, it just, I think when the Donald gets, she's going to, you know, poke, poke the bear. Listen, I can't wait. I can't back. wait for Friday because I want to get a prediction from Uncle Eric. Because I, I, you know, I already know in my mind, Donald Trump is going to be the next president of the United States. Do you think Uncle Eric's going to say the same thing? I doubt it. Because he never, and it's always, I don't, and I'm like, I hate it. Because I was certain there was no way. You, how could Barack Obama get another term? Right? That was my, my thought process. And this was like, there's no way this guy could ever get elected again. You know, Mitt Romney you know, right around, the, you know, he had had it wrapped up, and he was going to run against them, and I'm like, yeah, Romney's going to be the next president. Well, the like, ebb and flow of the presidential conservative liberals always goes in about four, eight right. years. Every, it, so, uh, it is the and, conservative And Eric said, nope, I was wrong, and, and of course, he was right, and I'm no good, and he's great, and all that other stuff. Well, all, all that's true right there, <laughs> but uh, when it comes to picking the president, he's usually right. He's usually right. So that's my spin. I think it's. I will say this: I do agree with you. This is going to be some very interesting, entertaining, entertaining. entertaining. All get out. It may be. I'll say this: it will be. The debate ratings are going to be through the roof. Mostly for the same reason a lot of people listen to this show, not because they like what I have to say. Just because they want to hear what we're going to say next. Well, my my thing that I'm looking forward to is, is you know, the liberals have been protesting in the streets violently, violently. flipping people off right. in Spanish. And I'm here to tell you, as a Hispanic, I'm just here to tell you, watching those little Mexican kids, which we don't know if they were or weren't, but they were wearing they been the right national to... hat of the Mexicans, a sombrero, okay? I was so utterly disgusted and disappointed that where are their parents? And by the way, you, you, you had informed me that these protesters get paid to be there. So I'm just well, wondering, did the, they get a picture well, of the, 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 the What happens is the Soro-financed people, they, they are professional protesters. I don't know that most people are not aware of this, but there are. And the Democrats have them, and I'm sure the Republicans have them as well, and and so they have this group that gets paid to go out there and protest, and certain ones of them uh, get paid to cause the trouble. I wait to see the trouble that comes as we go into the true race to the presidential seat. We've got a great show lined up for you. Don't touch that dial. We'll be back with Chobb's report after the break. And then there was one. NBC is now reporting John Kasich is also suspending his campaign. So it looks like uh, it is 
Donald Trump. And, of course, the guy only won one state. I find it industry that they, interesting that they say suspending their campaign. That means you could come back? Well, yes. Why not just say yes. terminating? Well, because they have delegates. You know, they, they, they uh, of course, Kasich, I don't even think, you actually have to win a certain amount of states to actually even get to the convention. Yeah, zero, zero chance. Yeah, well, yeah, he's had zero chance for a long time, but... But anyway, I guess that's it for that. I will say before we get to the economic reports and we need to touch on them, as Donald Trump was giving, uh, you know, his victory speech last night, in which he was trying to play the part of unifier and, and had some nice things to say about Ted Cruz and what a competitor he was and, and all of those things. Then he started talking about, you know, building up the military and and redoing all of these trade deals and, of course, the wall. You know, one of the very last things he said is he says, before I even really get a chance to do anything, the deficit's going to be $21 trillion. And he said, it's $19 trillion now. But for the by the time I if he becomes the president, you know already we're already in fiscal year 2016. We talked about that yesterday. Fiscal year 2017 starts on October the first. You don't get into the office until uh, what sometime in January. You don't get inaugurated until January. So 2017 spending, he's got no say in it. And, and and but the thing that I thought was very interesting, you know, once again my public school education coming in handy. I'm like twenty one trillion, nineteen trillion. Wait a minute, that's two trillion dollars. And we've only got, you know, eighteen months to get two trillion dollars. We're once again, just back to my whole point of how bad they are lying about what is really being spent in America, what the real numbers truly are. Uh, and I just thought that, hey, maybe we're going to get a guy out there that's just going to come out and just tell it to you straight. Hey, listen, before I even get an opportunity to talk about a budget and a deficit and, and spending and all of this other things, the deficit is going to be $21 trillion. Just one of those, just add that to the list of things that I've been telling you. Listen, it's going to happen. You know what he makes it sound like? So a couple gets a divorce, and just to get at her husband before she leaves him, she spends all right. the money. <laughs> well, that's and, like, and Barack is just going to go spend all the money. All, all the budget deals are already being done, and, and you you hit it right on the head. Hey, listen, there's a, it doesn't matter. Donald, Hillary, either way, there's a new person. So everybody gets to do what they want. Mom and Dad are out of here. Let the party begin before the new Mommy and Daddy show up. And that's exactly what Donald Trump had to say. And this, I think, part of it, just another one of the reasons why people are so sick of these politicians. I will say this. I hope all the people that have campaigned against Donald Trump continue to do so. I actually think one of the keys to his success is all of the negativity that other people 
uh, run ads and do all those things and try to prevent him from getting to where he gets. If they all go the other way, I think it'd be, it could actually be a bad thing. Just something to think about. Uh, getting into the economic news of the day. And boy, there was a lot of it today. It's being the first week of the month, which means it's payroll week. Payroll week started today with ADP. They're the company that tracks the private sector payroll jobs. In other words, they don't do the government job. They came out, and it was a number. They were expecting a number near 200,000. And remember now, for the last three, four months, I've been telling you to discount the jobs number, and I've also been telling you that the unemployment rate and all the jobless stuff, that's a lagging indicator. Things get worse before people get fired. Usually that's how the, the businesses work is the last thing they do is start the layoffs. Well, ADP, huge miss this morning. Uh, number came in at a hundred and fifty, at the 56 or 59,000 jobs, about 50,000 less jobs than was anticipated. And then you start thinking about all the news that has come out amongst the, the retailers and the oil companies and all the bankruptcy filings and uh, just as we talked about yesterday, Aeropostale filed for bankruptcy protection this morning. 113 U.S. stores, another 41 stores in Canada are, are going to close. Uh, and then after ADP or before ADP, we had the the uh, a couple of different numbers, trade deficit numbers. The trade deficit got a little better. Only $41 billion left the country uh, last month. But the, the problem was the, the data inside of it. Exports fell again, but it was the, the big help, I guess, if you can call it that, in the trade data was a huge reduction in goods coming in. In other words, another one of those leading indicators, which is what are these multinational companies importing into the country? And when you see them start importing less stuff, that is a leading indicator that things are getting worse. And so you kind of had some, some data reaffirming each other, the the one thing that I will say that also, uh, when you look at all the data, there is data about productivity. Productivity was negative for the second quarter in a row. And remember, that was a big Alan Greenspan number, the productivity miracle, and this is why things were going to be better and productivity uh, was improving, and that made the deficit not as bad and all this other stuff. And so we had a whole... Uh, really across the board, from jobs to goods to productivity of the worker, all of those declining in the latest month. Tomorrow we'll get first-time jobless claims, which really is not the jobless claims of 10 years ago. And then Friday, we're going to get the government number. And 
that is probably the bigger number. If the government number mirrors the ADP number, if that number is 150 instead of right now, they were talking about 220. If that number comes in at 150, I think you're going to see a lot of people all of a sudden start changing their tune and start talking the way I've been telling you all along things are going to happen. The rate hike stuff is old news. I keep trying to tell you that. You need to get ready for what the new news is going to be. And Bill Gross, I don't know, you know what, we haven't talked about Bill Gross a lot lately. He used to be the head of PIMCO, the largest bond fund in the world. Uh, He's left there and now it runs Janice's bond fund, probably what, the second largest bond fund in the world and he was out to this morning and here's what he says is going to be what all of us need to prepare for and he says this is coming within the next year the next big monetary and fiscal policy move will include an airdrop of money from helicopters course quoting that was old uh, Milton Friedman and then Ben Bernanke we we called him the helicopter because you got to remember now Ben Bernanke Friedman was one of his professors at Harvard and Ben Bernanke was a big what did they call he was a student of the Great Depression and said that we need to drop money from helicopters and of course that was what uh, Friedman said in 1969 that if you wanted to fight deflation, all you need to do is simply drop money from helicopters. And Bill Gross said that's what will be needed to stimulate the United States economy and avoid an extended recession that he thinks would come without it. Gross may not be entirely serious about the helicopter money, in other words, Hey, listen, let's not be crazy. Let's not actually give it give money to the taxpayers. That's ridiculous. But what it, re- what it really is saying is QE, QE, and more QE. Uh, in, his invest, in, in his latest investment outlook published today, he said that the Federal Reserve and the United States Treasury should engage in another round of quantitative easing printing trillions of dollars to buy government bonds and therefore boost the economy. Drop the money from helicopters, Gross wrote. Oh, by the way, Janice, it's, it's Unconstrained Bond Fund, uh, manages $1.3 billion. There is a rude end, he was on to say, about flying helicopters. In other words, Let's, let's, let's not talk about the unintended consequences of it. But he said that the problem is the alternative, if they don't do this, is an immediate visit to austerity rehab and an extended recession. I suspect politicians and central bankers will choose to fly instead of die. So, there you have it. 
This is what the these and these aren't you know guys that come out on TV, economists or whatever. Here's a guy. He manages billions of dollars. He knows a thing or two about debt. He runs a bond fund. And according to Bill Gross, here's what the real data says. The real data says that another extended recession is coming. Something I've been telling you all along. The real data says that in order for the United States to avoid this, we would need to institute another round and rounds of quantitative easing. And let me tell you right now, this is exactly what's going to happen. Trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars made up out of thin air, all to pretend that there's economic prosperity. And the real reason is simple. Nobody wants the debt anymore. As, as Donald Trump said, hey, before I even get a crack at the budget, <laughs> it's already going to be $21 trillion. I got news for everybody. In the next 10 years, the United States debt will be over $30 trillion. And I, I'm, I'm going to be cautiously optimistic and say that it's going to be, hopefully, not over $40 trillion, but I actually think it might. It's going to be real close. So those of you that can do public school math, that's $20 trillion over the next 10 years. Yeah, we're going to need more quantitative easing. Someone's got to pretend to buy it all. Patriot Radio News Hour, halftime on a hump day. So now, what does all this mean? What does it all mean for gold? What does it mean for silver? When you have Bill Gross coming out, and of course, listen, the line's starting to get longer. You know, Ramon made a comment to me when I called in this morning to the studios. And he's like, wow. He goes, I don't know, have you noticed all of these people now that used to be telling you how terrible gold is, trying to claim they've been telling you to buy gold? And, and I just laugh, and, 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 and uh, you know, here's what they're all starting to figure out. Number one, it really didn't fix anything. And number two, things are about ready to take another leg in the wrong direction. And let me kind of go over why why it is that Bill Gross said what he said today. Here's the things that he he essentially in his little letter to the you know the ultra rich people that get his letter. The government is going to have to go on a major spending binge to avoid another recession slash depression. Talking about infrastructure projects, talking about health care. Listen, health care is going to, Obamacare is going to cost us so much money we have no idea. Huge 
huge increase in spending on health care. And then, this is the part that caught my eye. He says that the the government needs quantitative easing, massive quantitative easing. They need the Federal Reserve to buy the debt so that will allow the government to spend on infrastructure, health care, and introduce, and I'm going to quote it here, what he calls universal basic income. Universal basic income for displaced workers, amongst other increasing needs. In other words, we need to give more handouts to Americans without jobs. Boy, I hear you say universal. And the first thing I universal. Think of, I think of Obamacare. How did that work out? Hey, here's what we're going. <laughs> That's perfect. Really, when you think about it, this is what Bill Gross is saying. Oh, you don't have a job? That's okay. Because all of you that don't have a job, you automatically are going to get a paycheck. A paycheck from the government. Don't worry, because, you know, it's not your fault. We took away all the jobs. We took away all all the insurance, all the covering. We took it all away from you, and therefore, here's the check. This is what they've really done. They know they've done it. So what does this all mean for gold? Well, let me... Let me, let's take a walk down memory lane. You know, the last time the, the government had a, a problem, we had inflation running wild, right, in the 70s up till the early 80s. Right, and, and right now they're, they're, we're having a, the, the, what they're calling a deflation problem, and really it's a debt problem, but neither here nor there. Gold was $800. The deficit was only a trillion dollars then in 1981. And, of course, they, Paul Volcker's Federal Reserve raised rates, and then we had Reaganomics, all of this supply-side economics, which was really government, huge government spending in disguise. We, 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 we didn't learn about that until well later. And gold really was falling. Things were, were appeared to be better. And you think gold got all the way down to that $250 level right when they were telling us that we were running the pretend budget surpluses of the Clinton years. Alan Greenspan, he was the maestro. Right, They even wrote a book calling him the maestro. And we were going to grow our way out of it, right? We had the productivity miracle. We had the the NASDAQ, the tech, what we now learned was just nothing more than the tech bubble. And Alan Greenspan said, don't worry about all these unfunded liabilities because we're running budget surpluses. We're going to have the national debt paid off by 2010. People forget that. And all the money we're going to save on the interest, on the national debt, 
will be plenty of money for Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid. Problem solved. You don't need gold. And you know what? I'll tell you right now. He was right. If we had done all of those things, paid off the national debt, didn't have any more debt payments to make, and our unfunded liabilities all disappeared and all of that stuff, you're right, you probably wouldn't need gold. But as we look today, the deficit's almost $20 trillion. Not zero, but $20 trillion. On its way to $40 trillion. Now you have a lot of people, and listen, these people that really know. You know, you don't have Warren Buffett come out on television and and do the things aren't so good speech because he never does that. Now Bill Gross comes out and says, hey, within the next year we're going to get ready for the next round of QE, and the reason why we're going to need QE is the government's going to have to spend like crazy because there's no jobs. And we're going to have to do infrastructure. We're going to have to pay for all this health care. And, oh, by the way, we're just going to have to start bailing people checks. And then you start thinking about gold from 250 to 1900. What happened? Well, that's right. The national debt went from about $5 trillion to $15 trillion. Right? Just like that, like a rocket ship. And now Bill Gross says, get ready. The rocket ship is getting ready to take off again. And where is gold going to stop? Is it three, four, five? Now you understand when people are saying $10,000 an ounce. And they now oh, that's crazy talk. It's not crazy. Because here it is, all of this stuff. They saw Jimmy Rogers was out as well today. Ron Paul was out as well, saying, hey, listen, this whole system, this is how this is, the system's designed to fail. That's what fiat money does. I think we're getting ready. Starting to feel an awful lot, lot like 2001. Gold's a couple, 250 bucks, getting ready to go to 1900 Looks like we're getting ready to play that movie again. Welcome back. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. And uh, we're right in the midst of uh, another big shipping day here. Uh, We have some Silver Eagles coming in, and as you know, uh, those have been running behind, but we will be pretty much caught up with with all of the orders here after today and so we we decided it would be a really really good day to clean out the vault so here we are we're going to be all caught up what's left what do we have what can we offer at fantastic pricing to allow everybody uh, to to have another opportunity to get ready. So here's what we've got. We have fifteen five dollar 
Liberty gold pieces. These are the old ones, 1866 to 1907. Uh, the quarter-ounce Liberty $5 gold pieces. Now we're going to do the 15 that I have left at 375 which is a fantastic price, especially when you're talking about fractional uh, $5 pieces. Uh, premiums on those on the the fractional side, especially you go you go down to the two and a half. The you know the not that we do a lot of one dollar gold, but if you did one dollar gold, two and a half dollar gold, uh, premiums are really really high. Five dollar gold, so three seventy five is a fantastic price. Well, I have fifteen of those. We've got twenty twenty dollar gold pieces, liberties. The big ones, the 1866 to 1907, at 1375. And this is it. This will be the last of the. These these are things that we had bought from customers uh, or on the open market, 50 and 60 and 70 dollars an ounce ago. So you're looking at even today, gold's down about 10 bucks this morning. And you're looking at at a at thirteen seventy five. If I've got to go out to the open market to buy right now twenty dollar gold pieces, you're looking at thirteen hundred forty five bucks by cost. So that tells you how good of a price thirteen seventy five is. I hope somebody or or multiple people are able to to buy at that type of pricing. You know, you're talking about in the ninety dollar over spot range, which is just incredible. Uh, we've got 20 of those. I've got 20 rolls of half dollars. 20 rolls of half dollars. Uh, and, they're, and it's a mix. There's some Walkers, Kennedys, Franklins. Uh, they're just all mixed in. There's 20 in a roll. 20 U.S. half dollars, $10 face value. This is the junk silver. Uh, that's at $160 a roll. I have 20 of those. I have 14 rolls of junk quarters, silver quarters. Uh, you get 40 quarters in a roll. Another one, another $10 face value. Uh, those are at 150. I have 14 of those. And then I have only two rolls of dots. And these are $5 rolls. So you get 50 silver dimes. Uh, and those are at 75, and I have, I have two of those. Uh, so we've got a little something for everybody. Uh, so whatever it is, you're looking at the silver side of things, the gold side of things, fractional, we've got you covered at 800-951-0592. That is uh, our toll-free number. The Dow is down 100 points right now. Uh, of course, most of it's on the weak economic data that came out today. The S&P is down uh, about 15 points. The Nasdaq's down 24 points. Uh, if you're just joining us, the ADP jobs number came in much worse than expected. And then productivity, uh, the old Alan Greenspan economy, it was negative for the second month in a row. And then we had bad news 
on the trade deficit, which is U.S. companies, multinationals, we'll call them U.S. companies, saying demand's just not there. Demand's just not there. Uh, exports fell 1%. Imports for goods. Crude oil imports still still doesn't make sense. Why are we importing all this crude if we've got all this crude here? I, it just makes, you know, one of those things that just baffles the mind. But uh, are we contractually is, obligated uh, to buy that? Stuff? I don't know. But you know what? Maybe you know. Let's let's elect Donald and let's get to the bottom of it. Uh, but the actual goods, the stuff in the stores, uh, fell almost four percent, and you just don't see stuff like that. That doesn't happen. And and when it does happen, it always leads to that recession word, that R word. You know, you need to just start putting up all of these things that are recessionary. We've been talking about how durable goods now for like a year and a half. We know manufacturing just just continues to to decline and now we're seeing uh well we saw it in consumer spending in the first quarter the consumers are tapped out. And then there was a a study by the Levy Institute that came out this morning that said that 90% Ninety percent of Americans, when you adjust for the government inflation number, which we know, let's face it, they understated so badly, but using the government's inflation data, ninety percent of Americans make less today than they did in 1970. I mean, that's incredible. It just tells you what they've done to this country. They have decimated it. Patriot Radio News Hour. Maybe that's why Bill Gross says, hey, get ready for the the universal uh, everybody gets a check for displaced workers fund. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back with the final segment. Final segment. On a Wednesday, you know, just starting to connect some dots. I'm going through, during the break, I was going through all these things. You know, because I save a lot of stuff. I don't always get to them all. But I was thinking about what Bill Gross wrote to his investors today, talking about how the Treasury market is getting ready to take off. Government spending is getting ready to go out of control QE3 is going to be needed uh, to buy up all these treasuries. And I was I was going through the stuff that I had saved earlier this week. Charles Schwab, you know, the brokerage company, they sent a letter or are sending letters to all the people that are in their money markets. You know, they keep cash in money market funds with Schwab. By the end of the year, Schwab sent a note saying all of that will now be put into U.S. treasuries. But you think, you don't think there's a big explosion of debt coming? And they kind of know it. Boy, they're they're getting ready to line up. I think gold's getting ready uh, to take off. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Don't forget about our preferred metals program. You can get in and get physical, physically delivered gold once a quarter uh, for as little as $100 a month. Uh, if you're looking at our our cleaning of the vault special today, 
Not sure what's still left, but we had some 20s at 1375. Uh, we had some $5 gold pieces at 375. And then we had a few, I think the dimes have sold out, but we had some half dollar rolls, some quarter rolls. Uh, the half dollar rolls at 160, the silver quarter rolls at 150, 800. Nine five one zero five nine two, and start getting prepared. Or if you've already been preparing, get even more prepared because we're starting to find out. You know, and you can't take it all. You got to get all the dots put together. So earlier this week, Charles Schwab says, "Yeah, you know what? All these money markets, we we have them in these money market funds and all that. You know what? We're changing." We're going to put it all into Treasury. Didn't you have Bill Gross come out today and say, oh, by the way, get ready, because within the next year, we're going to have more quantitative easing because we're going to have a huge explosion in debt. We're going to have a massive explosion in government debt, and, and we need to be able to soak it all up. And I think, you know what, I don't think, I know this is what they're going to do. Uh, the dollar, it's a race to the bottom. I've been telling it to you like it is all along, and and I think we're just getting ready now. You know, we saw the dollar peak at about 100, got all the way below 92 earlier today. It's right about 93 today. But it's getting ready to start its next big leg down. Uh, and normally what will happen is it will go even lower, so even lower than the 72 uh, how low it'll go, who knows. But it certainly doesn't sound very good, especially when you start thinking about Bill Gross now saying, hey, we may just have to start sending checks to people. Unemployment's gone. They still don't have any work. All the free stuff isn't enough. Next up, just give them the money. Let the helicopters out. 800 951 that is our toll-free number. Everyone take care. Have a great day. We'll talk again tomorrow.